brothers um, love me and love my, my brother, who is Poncho Figuerera, who is the bassist for this uh, band that's kind of considered like the Pixies of Mexico. And he's been in a lot of a lot of movies, a lot of TV stuff. And, but we look alike. We have the same eyes. And so we totally are brothers. It's so awesome. Um, yeah, I get to shoot someone. I get to punch someone with some sort of karate move. So you're moving away from your uh, from your traditional machete? Well, I'm waiting for the machete. I'm waiting for the machete. It hasn't come up yet. Um, but we have in... Because I think, didn't you tell me that was like, that's your weapon of choice? Yeah, I know, dude. Well, I mean, I can't make the writers write it in. It's going to be there. It's coming back. It is my... Dude, the first time I ever saw you act... You jumped out of a trunk and killed a bunch of motherfuckers. It was the coolest thing ever. Yep. I'm going to have to say, like, seeing you just chop that guy up with that machete, it was uh, it was a treat, man. It was worth watching. Well, yeah. No, I mean, you know, it's it, there is a certain pleasure that comes from hacking someone to death on screen. How um, long did that take? Yeah. <clears throat> Because what we saw is, is probably the equivalent of 30 seconds, 45 seconds? Yeah, that took almost all day. That took uh, probably about eight hours to do that. Wow. And wiping yeah. the blood off of you. Oh, my yeah. God. No, they had to re-wipe and re-blood and re-wipe and re-blood. Uh, Was that actually you jumping out of the trunk? Yeah. Awesome. No, and I did that. I, I jumped out of the trunk. While we were filming, I probably jumped out, oh my God, like 30, 40 times. <laughs> and, and and keep in mind, we had, we, you know, this is a three camera um, project. So we always have A, B, and C going. And, you know, each one has its like own mini, mini director. And, you know, it's work, it's hard. And, um, that was the first scene that I shot. The, 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 the scene where I come out of the, the trunk was my first scene of the TV show. And I, I've, done, <clears throat> I've done different movies and short films and, and whatever, but this was really the first time where everything, like the attention was on me. And, and it's intimidating. It's hard, um, but what makes it really special, I mean, just working with people who are so good at what they do, that is awesome. You know, everyone, everyone is so good at what they're doing. I mean, this is HBO. And uh, it's, to be a part of that project is just, was just, just really gratifying. Well, it sounds ways. like it's still, uh, I mean, you just got done shooting this week, right? Yeah, no, and I have a shooting on Monday or Tuesday. I'm not sure yet. Okay. Can yeah, you yeah. give us any insight to, I mean, I know we, karate chop. I know it sounds like you're getting in a little bit of fisticuffs. Um, I can say that uh, I'm on Team Avila now. Um, we were hired, and you can see this on season two. Download it or buy it. I think HBO on- Go. It's on HBO Go now. Yeah, yeah. Completely. So. That's how we watched you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you get the the subtitles with that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Did we watch it in Spanish though? I think we did. Yeah, we sure did. We yeah we watched it. We watched the traditional style, man. <laughs> cool. 
Um, I, yeah. I don't I don't need English to know that that's my friend Jim on a shitter. <laughs> well, the 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 uh, script is actually really smart. Um, the Los Hermanos Slavich, the uh, the Slavich brothers, are very very smart. They're really good, and that's how they got. Now now we're now we're talking about. Oh, I don't know if I can say all this stuff. Um, there's a good probability of season four and five. Nice. Uh, and uh, I think that I'll be a part of that. Hopefully. Seems like it's in my contract. And if you're not a part of it, at least maybe you'll get a really cool-ass death scene. I Well, if they kill me, I want to do some kind of badass scene for sure. I've already thought about it, like how, how I'm going to die on screen the first time. Well, how do you um, want to do it? Something epic. I think uh, I think the way I would do it, and this is, I'm worried. Nah, I, I would like to do it uh, heroically saving my brother or my mother. Okay. My mother's insane. My mother just sits there and smokes all the time and and controls us <laughs> with her manipulative abilities. Um, but yeah, I would like to just. The thing is, is like I'm kind of of the family. Uh, there's my mom, and there's Zasha, and there's me. And Zasha is he doesn't like to speak a lot. Um, right, he's the one. He's the one laying in the tub. Yeah. He's the one in the top. And he's the sniper. He's the sniper. He's the distance guy. He's the guy who, like, is always one step away. Well, you would have never pulled off that trunk move had he not been there. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's true. No, no, no. We work. We yeah, work together. You guys are a, you guys are a team. Yeah, we're a team. And, and I'm the close-up guy. I'm the, I'm the hands guy. Like, the one who actually does the dirty work and the one who's right there and the one who speaks and the one who discusses and 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 has all that um but i wouldn't be mirko if he wasn't zasha we are a team and in fact like our trailers like in uh, our, our trailers at work like they always put us together and it's kind of funny this is a funny story um before senor avila um several times it occurred where people on the street mistakenly thought I was like, don't you, don't you, aren't you the bassist for uh, Santa Savina? And I was like, no, I, no. And like, that happened, that literally happened. And it turns out that he is the bassist for Santa Savina. And we just look alike. Okay. So. And you said they're like a, they're like a Hispanic pixies? Yeah, no, they're huge. Actually, um, he's. Do they uh, sound like the Pixies? Um, like a Mexican version. They're they're the rock. Um, they're 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 good. You should you check them out. Check them out. Santa Sabina. They're they're good. Santa um, Sabina. Okay. I, what, can I get him on Spotify? Right now, well, right now he's on tour in Europe. Uh, he just left on Tuesday, uh, with his new band Los Highway. And uh, like Los Highway, <laughs> and uh, they're uh, going. Okay, I know, I get it. 
They're going to Switzerland, Germany, and Greece. Uh, they're big. They, I mean, like he's he's way more famous than I am. But he's really good in terms of like uh, we, we're we're good together. We we we've developed our chemistry, um, which is not always easy. You know, I think when we when I when I got hired, we had to do a. Uh, he was hired before I was, and then they they had me come in for a, a interview, like a audition, and they just wanted to see if we had chemistry. They just wanted the like one thing they asked us to do was, like, okay, you're going on a date, Jim. You're going on a date, and your brother is making fun of you. How do you act? And that's where I think really we come in really well is just our chemistry, the way we bounce off each other, the way we talk. And that's, I think that's how I got hired, honestly. Okay. Well, that's pretty fair. I mean, if you have good chemistry with someone and, and you're hanging out and, and talking and, and if you interact well together, that's going to be, that's going to be the way to get in. Right. I mean, it's, I mean, you can have great chemistry with someone and not get in. It just is 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 much a matter of opportunity and a situation that we were given that allowed us to get in. It wasn't just our chemistry, but the chemistry that we had was critical for making it possible. Um, I, I I think you know whenever you get into films or TV or whatever. Uh, there's just got to be that right combination of ingredients uh, and a lot of them and most of them just you can't you can't fake you know you have to be there so I'm, I, I'm thrilled I, I couldn't be happier to be working on uh, season three of uh, Singer Avila I hope that our listeners are listening right now and go to HBO Go because it is good it's a little bit, I mean, it's a little slow, but it's very smart, and it's it's kind of awesome. You have to like let it. Also, up. to my my drunken memory, a lot of titties. So some of our listeners, I mean, I think I just pulled you all in. <laughs> sex and sex and sex. Ton, tons of sex, right? Yeah, very sex. It's a sexy drama thriller, um, and uh, no, and 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 no one in the film. Nothing. Sorry, no one in the series is ugly. I mean, there are some hot chicks, man, hot ones, and hot dudes, and it's all cool, man. I mean, I, I I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't be happier with like the team that they built up, and it's a slow boil. It's like a slow burn. It's good. You just have to kind of like watch it and watch it and then let it kind of grow on you. And it is. It's it's good. It's it's dark. It's disturbing, but uh, but it's smart. Everything about it is smart and well done, well crafted. I'm very I'm very proud to be a part of it. Good. Well, <clears throat> welcome back to Bitface, to everybody. <laughs> Jumping into it this time, um, you all know our guest, of course. Um, we have Jim Young uh, back in the Bit Cave here talking about Senor Avila. Um, hey guys, and he's back to talk about a few other things. So welcome back to the Bit Cave, Jim. How's everything been going? 
Well, we're working it, working it. Um, uh, we have a lot that I would like to talk about. As uh, our fans do know, I'm 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 a nerd as well, and uh, I don't know. I, I've been excited this week about Star Wars. Um, yeah, they just came out with that uh, little teaser, 16 second teaser. Do you guys see that yesterday? I have seen it. Tyler has not. I was trying to get Eric to pull it up earlier, but he just he couldn't find it. I he couldn't didn't... find it on YouTube. Where 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 can Tyler watch it at right now? Because he's pissed about it. It's on, it's on YouTube. It's, it's, it's 16 second t- teaser. Or go to just go to news.google. Like it's on there. It's so on there. And it's just 16 seconds. It's very unusual that they did this. All it is and, is uh, the um, Boyega, whatever his name is, with a lightsaber, correct? Yeah, what it was it? That's I, the big thing, right? That's a that's. I mean, there there have been like the Jedi shippers, right? Like, oh, we want him being the the Jedi, and now it's there. But you know uh, what I've been hearing a lot now is, oh God, what's his name? Uh, the Knights of Ren. Uh, uh, the the evil guy, the dark Oscar side. Isaac. But what's his name in the movie? I'm staying away from all of that shit, Jim. <laughs> he it, it supposedly um, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm, obviously, I'm not staying away from that shit. See, <laughs> you're bringing me out. I'm trying to, Jim. I'm really trying. Yeah, it's fine. They're they're making uh they're 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 making him kind of the the Luke Skywalker of the dark side. Like he finds his own path, and that path is the dark side. And I think that like that's interesting. They're like building him up to be like this guy who really believes that the right way is the dark side. I think that's a really cool, interesting point of view that could possibly bring us like some insight. I I think that's cool. What do you What do you guys think? Uh, so, have have you read some of the the books like um, Darth Plagueis? No, I I have read some of the books, but I haven't read that one. Okay, because they they go into that a little bit about how some of them don't necessarily think it's the right thing to be bad, but they know that it they have to do it in order to bring balance to the world. So it's it's interesting. They know that they, it has to be done, and so they think that it's a good thing for it to be done. Yeah to not fear power itself yeah so i'd like i'd like it a lot honestly um you know i don't think negativity and and being evil is obviously a good thing but the idea of like bringing balance and you know using force to achieve certain things it can definitely be a good thing but if ever you know uh the concept like left-handed magic and right-handed magic left-handed magic you know the tarot cards okay okay so tarot, whatever, like it's, it starts at, at one, which is the magician, and ends at what is it, twenty-three, the world, or whatever. But there's right-handed magic, which says that this is the way. Oh, the begins with the fool, which is zero, uh, and 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 you go one way, and then that's how you learn the world, and that's kind of like the peaceful, cool buena onda, uh, which means sorry, uh, which means like I'm, which means cool. Uh, like nice way to deal with things, and then there's the left-handed magic, which is uh, uh, like forcing things onto the universe, like making things happen, even though that's what what's not what's natural or the way that things should go. 
just to make things happen that you want to happen. And and I think that essentially like the the light side of the force, the dark side of the force, those are those two things. There have been times in my life where I've used I I can honestly say I think I've used dark dark side forces, you know, make things happen that just because I wanted them to happen. And they do have consequences. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't that you should be afraid of ever using them if it's really necessary. And uh I think that's a I think that's I think it's a cool kind of um corridor to explore. Like how maybe sometimes being evil sometimes is what's needed you know I, uh, you think about wars outside think, of stars huh? outside of stars beyond the stars <laughs> yeah not non-stars I mean, you think not non-star wars non-star wars <laughs> and star wars but yeah I mean sometimes things have to be done um, you know I'm from the south and I, you know, despise, uh, what's his name, uh, Sherman, and all these guys. But one guy, you know, Grant, Ulysses S. Grant, he said war is hell. And I think that's important to remember. Sometimes you just have to do the wrong thing to do the right thing. Okay. And you're from the South, too, and... In- no southern accent, just like every other friend I made in the south. Talk to me about that, Jim. None of us. No one. None of my friends. And I'm not I'm not just talking about you and everyone else I used to hang out with in high school. No one no one I'm friends with from Augusta has a southern accent. No one. Augusta, Georgia with a southern accent. People assume you're racist and stupid. Um, and I very quickly picked that up in university. And and I knew that I would. I don't think have... you've ever had one, though. I can do it. So can I. <laughs> but if you want to do accent for a while, <laughs> actually, I really do not. Um, but no, I never talked like that. I can do it because I can do that voice, but I never talked like that. No, me neither. I mean, when I when I when I, when I, now I'm talking like that. <laughs> That's, that's awesome. <laughs> when I'm with my family, I do it a bit. It's cool. I mean, they all talk like that. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I get the Southern pride thing because they're cool. My family is cool. They're smart. They're they're capable of doing a lot of stuff, and they're they're really not racist. And it's just their lot in life to be Southern, which is kind of it's kind of hard I think and for me me opening the doors to the world it was just much easier for me just to get rid of my accent forever and so never again see I when I knew you in high school you didn't have a southern accent at all I don't know maybe was it because I was gay or because I was a boy scout or why why do you think that is you weren't openly gay in high school though that wasn't (laughs) until I post high school almost immediately after though yeah right 
Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I don't know. I don't know. Were I, you? I mean, I don't remember. I, I don't think so. I, no, I remember I, it being later yeah. when you sat down and you were like, hey, Eric, Graham, let's 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 have a little talk. And, you know, and we I also remember everyone being really cool with it, too. I, I should have. I should have. I, I, I do regret it a bit because I know that you guys would have been supportive of me. We I just, did not care one bit, man. Yeah, we, well, we you love were my you friends. as Jim, man. We were your friends. You are my friends. Period. It just—it's a scary thing, Eric. It's a scary thing. I—I I, I can never pretend to understand it. Yeah, it's just like you don't know if you're gonna lose everyone you care about in a second, you know. But that's a different time. Fortunately, we're moving beyond that. Completely. Anyways, uh, yeah, back to Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. I, you know, I, I think that they they're they're doing a really. Did you see the um, the the reel for uh, oh my god the making of from uh, it wasn't not from Comic Con but from the Comic Con one was good. Wasn't there a, a newer one though? Oh, I was. Com- I was no. Was Comic Con the last show? Okay, okay I'm thinking of Gamescom. Right now is Pax. Pax is going on now. Yeah. Okay. No, then I, we, we're talking about the same thing, Jim. Well, what, what I what I really love is that the, this return to physical effects, physical special effects, practical effects, practical effects. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, when 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 a digital effect makes sense, use it. But you know, don't turn your back against you know like good old fashioned uh, robotics and miniatures. Makeup and miniatures and things like that, and you could do amazing things with them. And they are really making an effort to to bring that up to date. I think that's great, and I think that's gonna that's gonna filter through. That's gonna be so great. I think that's I'm I I couldn't be more excited. I could not be more excited. This looks like they did it right. Finally, what do you think about Ryan Johnson? being tapped to direct the next chapter well because that makes me more excited than anything yeah I loved Looper I loved Brick I think I've loved every single movie he's done it's I think it's tricky um, within this franchise to have a whole lot of hope for individual directors because they are working within a machine that is vast and they are having to take notes they are having to to make a lot of decisions based on what they have to do in order to keep their job and that's going to be a pressure you know and 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 is, it, is this be... your sag into fantastic four <laughs> <laughs> because that's a lot of what happened with that movie i have a feeling yeah well, you know what? Okay, do we, are we getting into Fantastic Four now? We can we can stay on Star Wars. I know we're ending up in we Fantastic go, Four land go, tonight. To, tonight, so we can go back and forth. How about that? Sure, because I I I have a lot to talk to you about Fantastic Four that I actually I I kind of put it on Facebook, but that movie was not half as fucking bad as everyone made it out to be. I'll I'll just say that right now. Totally. And uh, and yeah, it, it, Jacob was with me. He's eleven, and he loved it. So I thought it was good. <laughs> I I really did. And, and like and and not just like being a fan, 
I mean, I was, I hated the first ones, the first, the last ones, the last franchise, the last uh, reboot. Have you watched the Roger Corman? Dude, I watched it the other week. It was incredible. Do you have a link? Can you send me a link to that? Because I can't find it. On YouTube. It's on YouTube? I promise you it is. I watched it on there the other night, Jim, and I did not look long and hard. I thought that they did what was necessary in this movie, which was to just start over. And I, I didn't have any problem with having them be young having them be, you know, naive. I mean, maybe I would have, I mean, it was a little too easy to put Dr. Doom in there. Um, that was I, my biggest problem with the entire film was not his character and not the acting, but his costume was just utter shit, dude. Why? Doom is one of my favorites. Look at have you not seen costume. it, Tyler? No. It was one of my favorites, too. I have I have the first appearance of Doctor Doom. The original yeah. Doom costume should not... Make it make it better, but don't make it what they made it in the movie. Look it up, Tyler. What did you think of it, Jim? I was I, cringing. I, 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 thought, I thought it was forced. I, I felt the whole thing was forced. But... I do like I don't know I, I mentioned to you in uh, in the te- well, in the text and also in the emails like look at John Byrne you know look at look at the 180 to 280 of Fantastic Four and and that was a really interesting period and I'm glad they did he do a hundred issue run that's amazing yeah something like that and and Franklin Richards by the way is both uh, Reed's dad and Franklin, his son. Um, that's that's a territory they didn't explore. They did change it to make Franklin Storm, which is interesting because I think oh, I'm oh, I'm not sure, but I think that's an ultimate um, uh, re- revision. But it works. I like. Okay. I have to, my favorite thing about the whole Fantastic Four movie was that they made Susan Storm awesome, like she is. I mean, she's kind of the what most. What did you think about Sue not being on the the moon flight though, and just kind of getting her powers in an afterthought? Was it an afterthought? <sighs> I didn't like that the Fantastic Four weren't on the spaceship. Why? I guess because that's how the story has always been told. Yeah, well, maybe it's time to retell it. Well, maybe it's time to get Doctor Doom a better fucking costume designer because Jesus <laughs> Christ, it was awful. Holy <laughs> shit, this just looks terrible. Like uh, uh, Tyler yeah. just saw it for the first time, so he needs a re- yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, they 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 could clearly do a better job with uh, his uh, imagining his uh, image. Um, I don't know. I like that. Uh, I, I I definitely like the interdimensional traveling. I mean, that's that's where you know, the Fantastic Four they, they they like do all kinds of shit. They go to hell. That's where it got me when they were all in the bubble. Other dimensions. I, mean, I was like, like, this is the Fantastic Four. Them in the bubble, yes. flying. That I, that that's what got. And I like that part of it. I thought the actors were good. I thought uh-huh. when they got their powers for the first time, how they almost shot it like a horror movie was awesome. Yeah. 
I was all over that shit. Me didn't, too. Didn't you think, though, that the movie lacked... Number one, they didn't earn the third act at all. Number two, there was no big... I'm not saying there should be a big action sequence in a, in a movie like that, but come on. We rarely got to... See, we didn't get to see them use their powers hardly at all. Yeah, but it's also connecting for number one, right? So, you know, like you want to get close to the characters first. Um, I, I, I see your point. And you've yeah. heard, though, that there's supposedly like a 10-minute sequence that was in the trailer where they drop thing down to like some military base and he just fucks shit up. Oh my god, I have a phone call. Can can you guys hold on a second? Yes. Yep. Sorry guys. Sorry subscribers. One second. I didn't see that. Um Okay. And, and, yeah, no. There's there's supposedly Well, you noticed the the trailer had a sequence where Mr. Fantastic was sitting at a desk and they were he was like we're going to drop him in in 5 and then he lands on the ground and you see thing for the first time and he's like maybe quicker. Uh that none of that was in the movie. Yeah, there's some deleted scenes, right? Well, That's there's true. always deleted scenes, but it's rare that a scene in the trailer is completely taken out of the film. That is rare. And you heard they were editing it, the movie, up until the end. Like, up until they had to print. They were cutting that movie to pieces. And that yeah. I saw that, though, on the screen. That's a little bit over-edited. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, they, they could have left it alone a little bit more. I'd, I'd like to – and you saw Josh Trank's tweet where he said the version of the movie that you would have gotten a year ago was a great movie, and I'm sorry that I didn't get to show that to you. I'd, yeah, well, that's – you know, hopefully we'll get that in the DVD. But, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me because they they screwed up so royally with the, with the last series, the last two. And like they're now with the Marvel movies, like at such high attention, they, they probably had the whole bureaucracy of the studios just like looking at everything and saying, no, this doesn't work with that demographic. This doesn't work with that demographic. Cutting things, forcing things doesn't surprise me at all, uh, unfortunately, because, you know, Fantastic Four is a story that should just be a story that tells itself. It's a good story. It's a simple story, really. Um, they they did get a lot of the things right. I do think so. And they got, you know, I, I you know, and, and I wrote this in my my little missive that I sent you, Eric, um, about like how they started with Reed and Ben, their friendship, and that's exactly where it should start. That's where Fantastic Four starts, is a good, deep, long-lasting friendship. But and as a fan, to be fair, you've gotten screwed because you there's not a good Fantastic Four movie. Would you agree, or would you say this one was that? Um, I would say this is closer to home. But not quite there yet? No, I mean, maybe we won't get a good one, you know? And, and, and also, like, keep in mind, I mean, it's, it's difficult to translate a comic book into a, a movie. Um, they're not the same medium. And sometimes it's, you know, like when you read a book or a novel or whatever, you know, the story coming a little bit at a time, it, it works in a different way than, than trying to just, like, get everything done within two hours. 
Um, I but, don't know. But don't you think we do live in a world where, like, I mean, come on, when the first X-Men movie came out, the costumes were the exact opposite of what you saw on the page. Now, everyone looks pretty pitch perfect to how they look on the page. Uh-huh. I, well, don't you well, think we, we've, we've adapted a lot more? I mean, I think, I mean, you can well, put what, I mean, look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, the yeah. fanboys are definitely more in charge now than they used to be. Right. Completely. Yeah. yeah. And you no, would think that that environment would be conducive to making a badass Fantastic Four movie. I think Josh Trank might have done that. We're just never going to get to see it. Well, you might be right. They might you put might. like a director's cut, like like Jim was saying. Yeah. They, they could. But aren't they so pissed off at him for that tweet that they're trying to sue him? Do you think they're going to release the director's cut of his movie? Well, you have, you have to, yeah, you have to always keep in mind the fact that like people are always going to be making, they want to make money. So if there is some profit motivation of putting a director's cut out, then they'll do it. Uh, I, that's the cut of the movie I want to see because I felt like when I left, there was so much missing that it could have been a lot longer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. But so I'm kind of hoping they do a director's cut because just from what I've heard, <laughs> if they make one, then I'll buy it. So you know, if they if they get that vote a couple hundred thousand times or something, maybe they'll put one out. Yeah. Well, they're already losing money. Yeah. So, so they're gonna have to recoup it, right? There's not much they can lose at this point. It's yeah. it's a damn shit. You know what? I I, I really I, I do disagree with the vast majority of the reviewers it was a much better film than it got reviewed for and I, I, don't, and I, I completely agree with that yeah I mean it wasn't great but it was it was decent you know and uh, and and it, it was better I mean go back and look at the Fantastic Four that was done before that was a shitstorm and that was and that that just played on my TV in Mexico <laughs> on cable. You know, that gets promoted. I think that really my conspiracy theory is that these guys did not play ball with the right people. And they pissed them off and they got like uh blackballed. Well, uh, uh... I mean, speaking of Trank, I mean, he got kicked off fucking Star Wars because of this. That's, that, that sucks. Yeah. So he's going back down to, uh, I mean, what did he start with? Chronicle? Yeah. He's back in the indie leagues and maybe that's a good place to be. Yeah, it it can be. I mean, some people are just always going to, I mean, some people will always work better in that territory. Um, like Robert Rodriguez, for example, you know, he's a really good director. He's really talented, but he does not work within the studio system. Um, he's but he always, makes he makes studio movies like Spy Kids. He did, yeah. Well, three of just, them. Well, he's been kicked out of the directors' uh, guild. For what? For Sin City, because he co- he did the um, he credited. Uh, What's his name? Frank. Frank Miller. Uh, Frank Miller, as a co-director, 
when he's not he, he Frank Miller wasn't part of the Directors Guild, so they kicked him fucking out. Wow. Yeah, and he's and and Robert Rodriguez was like, "Well, fuck you." <laughs> Did you like Sin City? I I haven't seen part two, but the first one I loved. Two either. First one is good. I mean, it's good. In the Did you see? Have you ever seen the the graphic novel? I've read it. You've read it. Oh yeah, I've I have like I haven't read all of it, but I think I have at least seven different chapters of it. It's like extremely faithful to the graphic novel. That's what I loved about it. I'm a huge Frank Miller fan. I mean, yeah. obviously Dark Knight, come on, oh, but yeah. Oh fuck yes, <laughs> fuck yes. Um, of course, it, 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 that's that's that was Robert Rodriguez's big sin was being utterly faithful to Frank Miller's vision and declaring him co-director but he was on frank miller was on set well i think he was on set i'm sure he was no i know he was i've seen like the behind the scenes shit he was definitely there helping him frame shots and signed up he's not in the mafia he's not in the director's guild of america that's fucking bullshit they kicked them out that mean this is the hollywood system well i don't like it no, I don't like it either. But that's like reality. That's how it works. So you play ball or you don't play ball. And uh, and yeah, I mean, there are some things that are really good that are trashed because they aren't playing with the system. You okay. know, I mean, Avatar was a decent movie, but it wasn't that great. I thought it sucked. Wait, which Avatar? Not well, the last Airbender, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just no, called I mean, the last James Airbender. James Cameron is a really good example of someone who is totally in the system, and and he and everything he does, people will like promote and you know uh, distribute and get it out there and say nice things on TV and write nice stuff about it because he is in the system. But that is not the case all the time. If you want to be a renegade, man, they will they will just cut you right out. Why do you it's, think that is? Why is it such money? It's that, all money. Yeah, but I, I see them make horrible decisions that armchair movie maker myself can see coming from a mile fucking away. Well, it, and, and this is kind of you know, sad to say, but you know, it's it, you. You don't need a a good movie. You just need good marketing and good distribution and the right commercials and the right audience. You can make money off of a terrible movie. Paul Blart, Mall Cop, has proved that point. <laughs> Although I have to say, what's his name? Kevin. Kevin James is a great physical comedian. Did you see the second one? Um, uh, <laughs> two? He's in Las no. <laughs> I haven't seen the first one, Jim. The dude is good at physical comedy. He's really got a talent. I mean, the writing is... <laughs> it's, it's terrible. But 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 he he knows how to fall. You know? He knows how to... He knows how to hit his mark with his face. <laughs> he does. Um, not everyone can do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it's nothing like, it's not quality film. It's just funny, you know, and, uh, 
I, I think you do need to, to examine films one by one and recognize what works and what doesn't work. Um, and, you know, I don't like the system how it is in the sense that um, you can take a movie like Fantastic Four and just dog it, you know, just say it's a terrible movie. You know, just what is a Rotten Tomatoes seven percent or seven percent? Yeah, that's, a, that's 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 just that's that's disgraceful. You know, there are so many worse movies out there. Yeah, I mean, when you're ranking worse than Air Bud, Golden Retriever, it's that's pretty shitty. <laughs> or like, <laughs> like. What is it, Snow Buddies? What is the one with the dogs? I can't even remember. Jacob but, used to watch one called Santa Paws that was just <laughs> god-awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's the only exposure I get to that shit, so... Bad horror movies out there. Jesus Christ. What was the one with Paris Hilton? I mean, that's better than this? <laughs> come on. Oh, God, that's good. I see, I'm mad now, Jim, that I can't come up with that. I know exactly what movie you're talking about. House of Wax? House of Wax, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that that actually comes up as like more positively reviewed than Fantastic Four, which is just just a clear example of how it's just a business and people are paid, you know. And and I work for Variety. Um, I'm the correspondent for Variety in Mexico, and I know that there's like a very compromising situation out there. Uh, some of the best reviewers I know got fired for basically telling the truth because there were um, these what do they call them uh, strategic agreements where where studios and, uh, and and actors and directors and producers pay money for press Oh, I, I I promise you it goes on because it goes on in the gaming industry. I know it does. Absolutely, it does. It's too much money at stake. You will never see a Call of Duty game receive less than an eight point eight on a website. And if you do, that person will be fired um, like a week later. Completely. On the uh, description of this week's episode, Call of Duty Black Ops Three, four out of ten. What do you think? You think we should put that up? <laughs> Yeah, why not? We haven't even played the demo. To be fair, we should probably play it first. Well, now, now, now you have to like see if the guy's gonna get fired or the girl's gonna get fired. It's gonna we won't us, get fired. So I but I mean, we can, we can say whatever we want. But yeah, I'm, I I'm with you completely. I think reviews are all bought and sold. Well, not, not all of them. Not all, but like really, there's a high stake. Like, okay, oh god, I can't remember. There was a situation with Variety about three years ago, four years ago where basic I cannot remember and I'm so sorry to our audience but you can look this up where there was a movie something cross of something I don't remember there was a strategic alliance between the production company and Variety and they put out a super positive review of the film apparently they paid like 200000 or $300,000 uh, to Variety to promote the film for Oscar season, and then uh, Bob Kohler, who was a genius and a very good reviewer, 
did not realize that Mex that uh, sorry the Variety had already uh, put out a review and wrote his own review because he went to a festival and it was damning. It was like he totally <laughs> fucked their shit up. He was like totally like this is like a fucked up terrible movie. Uh, and and Variety nearly fired him right then and there because they're like, dude, they just paid us all this money to like support the film. He's like, but it's terrible. <laughs> I'm not gonna like. When uh, isn't my job to like write about what I see? To give and... you an honest opinion about what I watched, and you may di agree or disagree with it. No, yeah, exactly. And he was, and, and he was, uh, he was let go six months later. Wow. Yeah. See, I don't like that at all, and I no. think that uh, you know. It's, it's about integrity of the, the rise of the the rise of the podcast though i mean we are happy hard harry from pump up the volume now we can put out our own shit i'll tell you if a game is fucking crap yeah it is though it really is i'll and tell you right now that this year's madden is very pretty but they added three new buttons to catch in the ball and it's the exact same fucking game you bought last year for 60 bucks but it's still got an 8.95 yeah <laughs> well you know people Getting, becoming a reviewer, whether it's for film or TV or video games, is very political. I mean, there I is the side being like, a, there are really, really good reviewers. There are really smart people, but those aren't the ones who get ahead. The ones who get ahead are the ones who play ball, the ones who do whatever it is that's in the company's best interest. And unfortunately, I think that reduces the integrity of the of, of, of the entertainment industry all in all well here at BitFace we promise never to play ball or with any balls we're just going to give it to you straight <laughs> hey, we might want to yeah Jim, Jim, Jim likes to play with balls well, sometimes while, come on. <laughs> while, Jim, while Jim's on we'll let it happen tocando un poco de huevos es tan chido <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, you guys are awesome, and I think, I, I think that the 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 great thing about what you guys are doing is that it is independent. Um, you know, as soon as you guys get paid, then it's all going to go to hell. But uh, but as long as you guys are kind of running it how you're running it, it's going to be cool. Why do, Why um, do you think everything goes to hell once we get paid? Because that's how everything works. It's like, okay, I can pay my mortgage, I can pay my car, I can pay my house, or I can be, you know, and have integrity and and I don't know. I've just seen it happen so much. I mean, I'm forty, almost forty-one, and I've just seen people who are really cool just fold whenever they get a check. Unfortunately. It, no, that's that, it's it's completely fair. I just I think that I I do the other side of it forty hours a week, the the sellout part, that I can right. still maintain this. And even if we did make money off of it, I I hope it wouldn't change anything. I I well, don't know. Like, There's think of a number, like, Eric. There's that uh, number. Yeah, no, you're right. There probably is that number. There's always that number. There's that yeah, number for everybody, though, right? Of course. Yeah, like of course we all have our sellout balance to being cool like honest 
but as soon as there's yeah that that number that check that means we can quit doing our day job and just do whatever we want to do then we slowly make compromises here and there even the most talented smart people i know working for vice or bloomberg or reuters you know like they have to make compromises from time to time things they they have to say things they don't want to say to keep their job to keep their house to keep their you know kid in school it's it's it sucks i mean but that's that is really how it is you know and i think i think it is good to take a stand when it's really worth taking a stand really worth having some ideals but you have to choose those in life they happen only every once in a while wow that was that was fucking deep jim <laughs> sorry i guess i've been getting deeply <laughs> No, no, I didn't. I, I'm, I'm laughing now, but I really didn't mean that as a joke, man. This, this is why I love to talk to you. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking about. There, there, there's times. There's times to do the right thing. There's times to like let it go. Like frozen. Like frozen. <laughs> I, you know, I haven't seen frozen. I haven't. Have you? You haven't either. I know. No, me neither. Maybe hey. we should watch it. Have you seen it? I like Frozen a lot. And Tyler has a a, a two year old though, okay. so he's definitely let's, seen Frozen. Let, let's let's um let's go Skype and get drunk and watch it together. How about that? Completely. And <laughs> there's got to be a way. Like Skype on my Xbox Jim works wonders. It's amazing. You can do. Yeah. yeah, I can have you right here in my living room. We can probably snap him straight into our our chat. Our Frozen yeah. completely. Yeah, we can so, do that. Yeah. Wait, do I need an Xbox though, or I have I have a smart TV. I have a, well, they say it's a smart TV. I don't know, it's Sony or something like that. I have a can smart I... TV too, but I never use any of those functions because I get them all through my console, which is always on anyway. I I, I have a Wii somewhere. I I haven't used it in forever. Does that work? Uh, a Wii won't work for Skype only because <laughs> you don't have the camera. But uh, you, was that the last time you you were you were into gaming? Well, you've never been a gamer, to be fair. I have never. No, yeah, I've never been tabletop. Um, not like Dungeons you. and Dragons. Oh, I mean, oh, that, that, no. I take that as the highest compliment ever. Not like you, Jim. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, seriously, that means a lot to me. But no, you used to play tabletop. Yeah, well, you know, and also like when I was in university, uh, I I loved like Rollmaster. You know, Rollmaster, the system. No, what's Rollmaster? Rollmaster is awesome. It's based on Merp. It's uh, Middle Earth role playing. Okay, I know Merp. But it's uh, it's like a more high powered. And I had a badass character. Um, I was a I was a dark paladin. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he was pretty fucking cool. He he had. You um, always play paladin, dude. I'm always a paladin, dude. You're always a paladin. Because I'm always, I don't know, maybe it's the Christian upraising. I don't know. Something weird. But I always wanted to believe in things, you know? What was your character name uh, in our D&D campaign? I know mine was Sir Crete. 
uh i i did have I, uh, because well, i'm an asshole Magnifalus? <laughs> no Magnifalus was with bryson's campaign i um, that was bryson was running the campaign no this was a campaign no bryson was running this campaign me you and graham and, and marcus and bryson <sighs> this was pre-graham pre-marcus this podcast are completely bored at this point oh no they they, they love this they love this shit. <laughs> well Okay, so okay, my 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 whole history of, of role playing. I was a okay. First of all, I was a barbarian. Uh, then I was a cavalier, and then I was a dark paladin that got turned into a, a, a light paladin, um, and that was pretty much it. But you know, I you, always you, you were dark that, and you wanted to be light. Well, it's really it was a huge story. I I killed my god actually. Um, she was a bitch. I fucking murdered her, uh, and then I and then I do went. You still to, tabletop? Uh, you, you, dude, you're getting into this right now. I can tell. You're I like, know. I killed that bitch. Yeah, well, I did. I jumped she, out of a trunk and macheted that bitch in the <laughs> face. She tortured me for like eons. Like, uh, like it didn't. Like time was different or whatever. And um, I uh, like like my character just it was suffering. He, he, he like uh oh, what was her name? Uh, no, something. She she was like the goddess goddess of darkness, and she was all about like in the dark of an alley, like nothing. There's no good and evil. You just do what you want, you know. But then she fucked with me, and uh, and I started getting too powerful, and so she 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 did this like really fucked up thing where I was like tortured for like eons but it was really actually only like days but i didn't know that uh and then i end up going over to woden like an odin kind of god like meditating naked in the snow with wolves and stuff like that it was cool actually i got really good at i, I had meditating like, naked in the woods <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I, 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 uh, there was this, there's, uh, all these, like, skills, abilities, um, and one was, like, SLA, Spatial Location Awareness, and it's kind of like knowing where things are, even being blind, like, or not being in the dark, whatever, like, knowing where things are, like, be, being able to fight in the dark, basically, and I was badass, I had, like, super high skills, so, like, um, I could, I could, like, really murder like thousands of dudes like I, <laughs> I was so cool I was so fucking cool it was awesome I, I was really a, a, and, all, and also um, I took this potion once that enhanced my intuition and I could see things three minutes in the future that's like, awesome all the, yeah, I, I like, can't believe that I don't think I've ever sat down to a tabletop game, and granted, I quit many years ago. That you were never the DM, Jim. Oh man! Well, you know, honestly, I I I, I really want to find a, like a nursing home or whatever, and all we do until the day we die is fucking play, roll dice. Check check me in, man. I have no uh, I have no significant other. I have no children. I'll I'll be there in I don't know what twenty years. When are you thinking about When are you thinking about making this happen? Something like twenty years, twenty twenty five. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Until you then, know. if dire, either... dire hair blue, uh, have weird relationships with like 
um, you know, retirees and enroll dice. I thought you were going to say like weird relationships with like the head of a faucet. (laughs) I didn't know what you were going to, where you were going. No, that's what you're into. I don't know. In 20 years, you might be there. Let's be fair. I I could be, you know, fucking kitchen appliances at that point. (laughs) You don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's 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 been a weird life so far. I, I hope it gets weirder. It's only get weirder, and and like once you hit, I think once you hit seventy, it's like, you know, uh, get out of jail free card. You can just do whatever the hell you want. I can't wait to drive with my blind ass at seventy because my eyes are only getting way worse. Mine too. My mine too. My ears are getting terrible. I'm going deaf and blind, and I don't. I you know honestly don't give a fuck. It's fine. I mean, you have to. You you can't give a fuck about it because once you start giving a fuck about it, don't you think you worry more? And then worrying makes it just worse. That just just ride yeah. the ride the wobble, man. Exactly. Ride the fucking wobble. You know, in, in in a way, it gives you great excuses. You know, like oh, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit deaf. I didn't hear when you said that. You know, like oh, okay. When that gets you out of a lot of shit, man. <laughs> I can't wait to pretend I have Tourette's like, oh, Eric's just an asshole. <laughs> asshole, asshole, asshole. I'm sorry, I'm oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I think this might be a good uh, a good place to wrap tonight. I think we ended on a very positive, happy note. Yeah. And Look, that's what yeah. I wanted to do. And you know what, you two, until the 20 or 30 years passes, if you want and you have time, me and my brother are going to be doing some D&D campaigns on Roll20. Can, oh, yeah. Is Roll Twenty like a Twitch channel? All of us can play on it. So it's it's just a a web page you go to. Okay. And it links to like Google Plus where we can all see each other and. Awesome. Yeah, we That's... get dynamic lighting and dungeons and all sorts of cool stuff. Oh, let's do it. I'm a really good person having a campaign. I'm like, good. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Honestly, if I could pick somebody to have on my side in a D and D campaign, his name would be Jim Young. <laughs> I, I yeah. hope it would be something a little more creative. But... So we'll kick ass. I promise. Okay. Like, uh, like, uh, th- let me know. That sounds awesome. I'm, I'm on board. One hundred percent. Well, last time we had you on, I joked that that was episode like one out of seven hundred thirty-eight. So tonight is two out of seven thirty-eight. So you got a lot more, a lot more time here in the Bit Cave, uh, sir. Yeah, man. I'm a Bit Cave uh, family member now so i completely uh, agree man you're like you're like jason todd i hope you know the joker doesn't capture you but and even if he kills you we'll resurrect you in the lazarus pit and then you'll be the one fucking kitchen this is the ultimate not for black chick it's fine uh, uh, so so you guys i have enjoyed being with you guys uh listeners if you're still listening god you guys are nerds uh, but uh i have enjoyed every you'd moment. be surprised jim people uh People like you a lot, man. Yeah, I wasn't surprised, but uh, but yeah, dude, I was I was excited to get you back so quick, especially when I found out you'd been filming. I was like, this is the perfect time to talk to you. Yeah. You just got off the set. Yeah, I just got off. Actually, this is like a perfect time. I, I'm going back on Monday. I, I had like four days off. This is like a weekend, so. Well, no, thank you for uh, gracing us with your presence tonight, uh-huh. sir. Because it's it, it, it was it was our pleasure, of course, to have you here. And uh, I hope you'll be back, uh, you know, very soon. Absolutely. It was very good to have you back on, Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll be back, y'all. Ah, there we go. And we have to, we have to end with, with the South. And the end of the South here tonight in the Bit Cave. So, 
From the Bit Cave across from me is run TRG. My name is Eric G. Hollis, and we are out. Peace out, y'all. Peace out.